0: At Keep doing that, your ass might bleed, and you might slip in it.
1: I I was intoxicated. No, I'm not drunk, madam, but you give me an
0: idea. You
2: would I'd rather slip in shit than your anal blood. You are listening to Air Out My Shorts with Preston buttons and the word whore. Uh... So, spring is here.
0: Spring is, uh, sort of here.
2: Spring is totally here. What are you talking
0: about? Uh, well, I think it's going to be colder
2: Spring is sprung the grass has riz. I wonder where the flowers is. Do you remember that?
0: No. Uh, did you make it up yourself? No. But you wanted to.
2: I wish I could take credit for it. Ah, uh, no, I did not write it. I think it's something my grandfather used to say. I just assumed it was... I've got that tooth whistle thing going on again. It drives me It's crazy. in your head. It's not in my head. I hear it.
0: Your tooth is in your head.
2: My tooth is in my head. All of them are, thank God. And still, all my own. Believe it or not. Do you still have all your own teeth? Mm-hmm. Really?
0: I chipped a tooth, but that's it.
2: Mm. Mm. I think you should get gold teeth. Yeah. That's fucking freaky, man. Why would anyone do that to themselves?
0: I don't know. It just looks like you have rotten teeth.
2: It looks terrible. Did you hear that Mick Jagger? I think it was got his one of his teeth studded, and at first he got an emerald, and people kept telling him he had a little piece of food on his teeth, so he had to get it replaced with a diamond, and now you can't see it at all. I know. I didn't hear that. There's really nothing you can do to decorate your teeth that would be attractive. Teeth should be unadorned. I agree. And on that note, I'm the word whore.
0: (laughs) I'm pressing Buttons. You're listening to Air Out My Shorts, as you have probably figured out. You think so? Mm.
2: I think so, too. I think our listeners are very smart. Mm. I did invent something recently to do with the mouth.
0: Uh, Did you? Mm
2: -hmm. It's not teeth jewelry. This popped into my head It's something I invented As a combination of Feeling like I needed to save face After my uh, 69 Multitasking at its worst comment And when John and Scott Were talking about women With their puffed up lips And why they would do that To themselves They have all of that Lip stuff now That sort of inflates your lips It's like lip gloss It kind of tingles It must work on some Allergic reaction I see, okay kind of plumps up your lips. Some brands work. Some just sting like a bitch and don't do anything.
0: And some uh, result in a trip to the hospital, probably. But
2: this could save the world. What if it works on any other skin? You could double-duty a product that enlarges the penis and inflates the lips Hmm. and triple back up as a lube, you know, in case you're hungover and you got dry mouth. There you go. See? It kills like four birds with one stone tube. Yeah.
0: <laughs> you could be getting head and all of a sudden your dick starts growing and uh, you're like,
2: what and, the fuck? and your lips are bigger. There's no loser in that situation. Yeah.
0: Unless a vacuum forms and you can't uh, so. separate.
2: <laughs> could that happen? <laughs> oh no, we're stuck. I love it. I think I've got a winner I think I've got a bazillion dollar idea On my hands On my
0: lips (laughs) That would be interesting
2: I'm going to have to test it It does tingle though I say that's an an added bonus as well (laughs) Have you ever accidentally got Ben Gay anywhere you shouldn't Accidentally? Yeah Nobody does it on purpose, trust (laughs) me It's horrible do
0: not use as lube.
2: No. Bad idea.
0: <laughs> it's soothing at
2: first. <sighs> For about two seconds. And then you're screaming your fucking head off.
0: And not in the good way.
2: I wonder if I could put that lip stuff on my nipples and see what would happen. <laughs>
0: Maybe you could try Ben Gay.
2: <laughs> I've heard that people put Preparation H under their eyes to take away bags.
0: Yeah, I think... I think because it stops inflammation or something like that This is
2: embarrassing I don't know what a hemorrhoid is I I know roughly where they occur And I've heard other stories About hemorrhoids but I don't really Understand what a hemorrhoid is I've heard horrible stories about People breaking them and thinking their ass was Bleeding and I think you get them when You have babies but I don't know And why do men get hemorrhoids Are you just grunting too much on the toilet
0: Uh, I think that that can do it I think it's just sort of Parts of your ass that come That poke out
2: But that shouldn't happen ever for any reason <laughs> That stuff should stay Where it is
0: <laughs> Yeah <laughs> I, I, I don't think you'd find a lot of people Who would disagree with that is, but. It,
2: is it a bubble? Is it like a blister? Is it an ass blister?
0: Um, I'm not sure
2: What's a boil? It's different?
0: Yeah, a boil. I don't know. So, do you, have you ever seen a boil? I think a boil is like a mole-ish kind of
2: I think a boil is more like a really large wart. Or, yeah. A skin bubble. Ew. <laughs> An ass boil would be really sick. <laughs> but I'm sort of thinking that's what a hemorrhoid looks like.
0: Mm, yeah, I don't know. I can't say that I've seen one.
2: Baffles me. How you get your ass to... Turn inside out Weren't we one night really drunk And decided somebody's ass was going to swallow them? I think it was 191 Randall And I have no idea what got us on that topic But it was, the image of it was really fucking funny Yeah, I don't think we're
0: supposed to discuss that Why? I think it's a private matter What? That, that was made for...
2: Oh, there was something wrong
0: with I th- them? I think that it stems from something,
2: yeah Oh, I thought it was just a but joke I,
0: But I don't know uh, what... Well, yeah, the ass yeah. swallowing him was a joke, but it was in relation to perhaps he, something hemorrhoidal. Oh, al- he was yeah.
2: having a real ass problem. Oh, I thought we were just being assholes and talking about his ass eating him alive for fun and entertainment, which I, it really was entertaining. <laughs> Shall we read a story? Is this the preamble? Yes. <clears throat> I know you like that kind of thing. That's the, the touchy-feely, personal end of things.
0: Yeah, that's right.
2: It's not like we just lift our stories off the internet. They're actually sent to us for real on purpose. Mm-hmm. For our purposes only. And we are not on a Creative Commons blah, 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 blah license. And we do not pay our authors a goddamn thing.
0: <laughs> that is right.
2: Only the fame and glory and... Um, and the fame. And the fame and the glory.
0: Preston and Horror. I must say that I have found the show to be quite the entertaining podcast. I must thank you for doing the show, as you two provide me with some needed laughs during my last deployment.
2: We're entertaining the troops.
0: Just like the USO, from I, afar.
2: I always wanted to do that.
0: I thought you already had entertained some troops.
2: Well, not quite. On purpose It wasn't exactly
0: <laughs> not, not in a vaudeville kind of way <laughs> No
2: not, not in a Bob Hope kind of way either
0: I've been listening now since episode 10 And you were the first podcast to find its way onto the pod Aww. I love the show And it gives me the chance to stretch my sometimes creaky writing muscles From time to time In between my longer projects And get them moving in directions That even I didn't see coming looking forward to hearing more in the future and if i'm ever up in canada i'll give a shout out
2: does he think canada is so small that we'll hear him uh, maybe canada is actually quite large did you know that buttons we have a very big country with a very little population yes why is that cuz no one will live in this godforsaken hellhole cuz it's, it's fucking because it's cold, cold. But it's beautiful today. It's beautiful. The spring has sprung and the grass has risen. Cold and flu. Who wrote this?
0: It is by Ryan S.
2: Ryan Seacrest? I don't like him.
0: It's actually Ryan Saunders. Okay. Cold and flu. Expect the expectorants, is what they said. Don't mind the phlegm erupting from the bronchioles. It's completely harmless. Or mostly, as it were. It wasn't that they were inept just that they underestimated the potency of the strain and how quickly it could spread. Mmm. Spread.
2: Seaselnut spread? Spiro- what is
0: that word? What
2: are you talking about?
0: Why am I asking you?
2: That's not a word.
0: Spirochets and mysobacterium, all living together happily...
2: There's no way that's how you pronounce that.
0: Spirochets?
2: Spirochetties? <laughs> sort of like machetes. Only circular <laughs> <laughs> Okay, not at all. I'm picturing a spirograph.
0: <laughs> Spirosheets. Oh my god. Mysobacterium altogether having a good old time within the confines of the lung tissues. That's what was happening.
2: We might have to call a doctor.
0: The symptomology was brutal, to say the least. Large pustules. <gasps> Forming on the avioli Erupting and sending horribly sanguineous fluid into the cavity itself. Let me is guess Ryan Saunders is a medic
2: well, I think he is a medic in the Navy.
0: Well, then this would make sense It was the 5th of March 1997 that the eruption began It started off small enough a cough here a sneeze there by the end of the week, there was enough snot covering the roadways to simulate a rather large oil spill.
2: Ooh.
0: People were taking to wearing cleats of sorts just to maintain any kind of footing walking along the boulevards.
2: Can you imagine walking in snot?
0: That'd be great. It'd
2: be fucking funny. It would make such great noises. great. Can't you picture it? Remember that stuff you used to buy? <laughs> I was buy? picturing
0: something else.
2: Remember that stuff you used to buy? The slime in a can yeah, when we were kids? Um, that's what it's reminding
0: me it? Oh, it was called slime. I think it was called slime. Yes, it came in the garbage can and,
2: fucking awesome. and
0: you'd squeeze it and I it was bet all that's gross. not even but a toy it, anymore. It wouldn't even stick to you.
2: I bet the new kids, the little fucking pillow soft kids in their bubbles, don't get to play with slime.
0: I don't know. I remember someone gave me something, I think, that had slime in it. Re- well, by recently, I mean the past decade. Yeah.
2: I love slime. I don't remember what the fuck we did with it, though. What'd you do? You just played with it with your hands? Yeah, and I went, ooh,
0: it's gross. Yeah,
2: that's it. I think we may have made my brother eat some.
0: Good thing it said
2: non-toxic. Scientists couldn't explain it. Doctors wouldn't touch it. The CDC threw their hands up in abject frustration. No one could pin down the bug. There was a general consensus among the paranoid that claimed this was a preemptive strike from some wicked alien bit of nastiness, preparing all the way for a full invasion by infecting us lowly humans with a viral infection that would knock us on our asses. And make us walk in snot
0: Mm -hmm. Snot
2: Snot Snot That's (laughs) snot funny I can't believe you did that (laughs) Scientists laughed Doctors scoffed The CDC vomited roughly Into the porcelain bowls of the restrooms A man in Melbourne got into the Guinness Book by blowing out a whopping 90 pints of snot from his nose in a single day. A woman in Nebraska, projectile vomited an incredible 50 feet. That's quite something. And the
0: aliens never came. Why in the hell was such a violent bug allowed to maintain itself amongst the populace, folk asked. The president looked clueless on the television...
2: That's yeah, a surprise.
0: His science-aid ineffective at answering the hardest of questions. Wars ground to a halt as both sides ran out of tissue paper to clean their sore and reddened noses. Bipartisan politicos gave each other sympathetic embraces, some more eagerly than others, raising a few eyebrows among their colleagues.
2: I'm picturing everybody all covered in snot. It's kind of cool. It's like the blob, only it's coming out from within, leaking and oozing.
0: Lubing up everyone. Y- yeah. Well, assuming it's a slippery snot. It's kind of. And not hard. the hard rock-like snot. It's kind of snot. sexy.
2: Then again, there shouldn't really be anything all that sexy, but it's not. No. No. <laughs> were you nose-picker as a child? I bet you were. <laughs> I bet you were. <laughs> I
0: bet you were.
2: Were you a (laughs) bedwetter?
0: Not accidental.
2: (laughs) You did it for attention and love,
0: didn't you? Just when asked to. It was brutal, this infection. Pandemic to the bone. The birds didn't have it, though. No, they spent their time flying about, mocking the superior human populace in their freedom from illness. This was 100% a human critter. I don't know. Birds have enough diseases that I don't think that you have to, uh...
2: <laughs> well, I think what he's saying is it's not the bird flu. This mm. is fiction.
0: That's <laughs> Even
2: true. the part about the president being a moron. It's all fiction. Mm. He's not trying to, like, start a mass hysteria panic throughout my shorts. This isn't news broadcast.
0: This, this isn't, uh... Right? This isn't some War of the guy... the Worlds?
2: This isn't a medic in the U.S. Navy secretly sending us... Maybe it's a warning No, I'm saying it isn't
0: Maybe it is so. No,
2: I'm saying it isn't Because I don't want I think it is I don't want George Bush showing up here Grilling us for information
0: <laughs> A man in Brussels shat himself to death
2: <laughs> I wonder
0: if you knew that man
2: I bet I did know that man And I bet it is possible Shit yourself to death <laughs> And I think that would be a funny way to go I heard about a guy who died from the methane gas of his own fart.
0: <laughs> yes, I've heard of that. It's
2: too. not methane, is it? Yeah, it is. Oh, wow. <laughs> I'm smart. Yeah.
0: <laughs> that was the start of the end. A child in Birmingham squeezed his nose so tightly during a good nose blowing, his eyes popped from his skull.
2: Cool. <laughs> Scientists cried. Doctors quit their practice the CDC was covered in all manner of bodily excretions from protesters and not too little from employees. Oddly enough, only Dwayne Ford seemed immune to the effects. An average man, of average height, average build, average temperature, he exhibited no signs. Nope, none whatsoever. He strolled about in his sturdy cleats, watching people on the streets streaming snot and otherwise grotesque. Miss is
0: streaming snot and other grotesqueries
2: from their orifices and smiled <laughs> There may have been a punctuation <laughs> I Still think their anuses are bleeding, but Ryan Saunders is too nice to say so. He's too polite Hmm was anal bleeding is quite possibly the grossest thing that could ever happen to a human being <laughs> It's true. Nobody should ever bleed from your anus. It's awful.
0: We're going to get some nasty letters. I bleed from my anus. (laughs) All
2: the time. I'm
0: I'm just as good as anyone else.
2: No, I don't. I don't mean... I'm not being anal bleeding... Ist. Ist. I'm not anti-anal bleeders. You're
0: free to bleed from your anus, if you will.
2: (laughs) I just don't want to know. It's just unnatural, that's all. I just don't want to know about it. Ever. (laughs) And I wish the commercials would stop telling me about it. Why do I have to have that in my head? I'm watching a nice little commercial about some happy pills. Purple pills or whatever and people are frolicking and walking through fields and pastures and hugging and saying the herpes are gone And then there's this guy voiceover saying ain't no bleeding anal no bleeding ain't no bleeding I was like, I'd rather have herpes I'd rather have herpes than bleed from my ass It's
0: true May cause explosive diarrhea, <laughs> anal fissures, <laughs> anal bleeding Well
2: Explosive diarrhea is temporary. It's not like you spend your whole rest of your life on the toilet. Tell me you wouldn't rather have herpes than anal bleeding. (laughs) That's horrible. It is. Sorry. Is it because he knew the secret behind the nastiness? Fuck no. He just found the situation immensely absurd and generally downright hilarious here was indeed the titular man, titular, who could make lemonade out of the lemons dealt him. All right, see, that's a mixed metaphor. (laughs) I'm sorry, you don't deal lemons. I've been at many a poker game, I've never been dealt a lemon. Had some pretty shitty hands.
0: Uh, what do tits have to do with lemons? <laughs> I
2: don't know. Well, I've seen tits that look a bit like lemons. You know, the kind that sort of like start narrow and then they bulge out a little bit. You've seen them too, I know you have. Yes. Titular lemons and poker. He <laughs> he himself wasn't gushing snot and shit from the natural-born holes in his body. But the other ones, on the other hand, all the man-made holes in his body, that was a whole other story. You wouldn't believe the shit that was coming out of there. I've i have lost track of the real words of the story. And therefore was lackadaisical in his comings and goings.
0: He therefore found himself the brunt of many effigies burning on his lawn, and he began to wear a chemical spacesuit of the sort to avoid the inevitable shit and pus being flung by angry persons on the street. He'd been interviewed, poked, probed, and generally violated in so many horrible ways by the powers that be that he considered himself square with all these sad sacks. That was until last Tuesday, when he found himself walking down the street on the way to the market, A crowd formed behind him, as it usually did, only on this day he found that they were a tad more aggressive than normal. Speeding himself up some didn't help, as they simply ran after him. He slipped in a huge diarrheal pile left on the ground and found himself looking upwards at no less than fifty pissed off persons. Hey there, he said jovially.
2: Mind helping me up? In response, the crowd stomped him to death, thereby killing the only healthy person on the face of the planet. Ironically, during the autopsy, the medical examiner noted that within his lungs the cure to the disease sat, but with his death, so went the cure. Humanity realized at that point that shit does happen, and it's fucking nasty. don't boom And thus, medical science... Has been foiled again.
0: Shat upon. <laughs> that was intense. And there was a lesson. There was. Yeah.
2: Never stomp anyone to death if, no they're one. Al- if they've already there's slipped a, in there's shit. There's a moral. Have you ever slipped in if, shit? If.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, I thought for a second if you'd, a- you'd ask me if I'd ever uh. slept in
2: shit. <laughs> no. I thought, I thought you were going to say I thought for a second you were going to ask me a smart Question <laughs> okay. What are you thinking What are you thinking
0: One of these days
2: No not going to happen of- I slipped in shit once That's why I'm asking Generally if I'm asking you a question other than bleeding From your anus I, I'm probably asking because I have a story About it <laughs> I'm not kidding. I actually did. <laughs> I think I'm, in shit. I, I think I may have told this story I've before. stepped in
0: shit before. Well,
2: everybody's but done ne- that.
0: I can't say that I've done the, the banana peel trick. Okay.
2: This happened to me in Miami, on South Beach, turning the corner from Washington Avenue. I was going to say, turning the corner from drunk to obliterated. Well, yeah, I was very, very drunk. I was with Angry Phone Guy, and... We were on our way to a pub on Lincoln Road to meet some people for more drinks. And I had to pee so badly. And I don't know if you know this, but I have the world's smallest bladder. And as far as he was concerned, we weren't fucking stopping. And he he couldn't believe that I had just gone to the bathroom at Starbucks like five blocks before. Mm. And then I had to go again. And he had no fucking clue how urgent it was. I went into McDonald's. Which was the only place that looked crowded enough that I could just run in, use the washroom, and, and slip out without anybody, um... Making you buy a Big Mac? Yeah. Yeah. There's no way I could wait. So, I ran, I, and I'm not kidding. I wasn't just fast walking. I was running. It was fucking urgent. And there was a wet floor, you know, those stupid yellow little plastic motherfucking, which I still see them in my nightmares... On the floor, inside of the door, and the whole fucking McDonald's bathroom was flooded. A toilet head completely exploded. Backfired, whatever it does. It, you know.
0: Overflowed?
2: Yeah. Everything went the wrong way, basically. <laughs> the floor was just ankle-deep grossness, and I slid right into it.
0: Oh, nice.
2: And then I said it shocked me and grossed me out so much. I like the whole instinct to have to pee was just gone. I was like, I didn't have to go anymore. I just had to get the fuck out of there.
0: Well, you could have just peed in on the floor then. Well,
2: wh- why? <laughs> I, I'm not gonna sing to that level.
0: So let me guess. You just went to the, the next bar and kept drinking. I went to in the shit. pub.
2: I went to the pub. Hovered in shit and I smelled so gross. And one of the guys that we were meeting for drinks ran across the street to some horrible place like The Gap and bought me a pair of track pants that I still have to this day that I so happily changed into (laughs) at the pub because nobody, they couldn't even stand sitting with me anymore. It was so gross. I, I took my shoes off, I threw them out. I took my pants off, I threw them out. I'm serious. It was real. It was. I was soaked in other people's shit. I was so not down with OPP that day. <laughs> it was really yucky. Wow. Yeah. Sorry. A, a That's long, a story. It's a long story. I can't believe I've never told you that before. I think I was too humiliated. It, it was roughly five to six years ago, so I think I'm over it now. <laughs> but uh, from that day forward, when I say I have to pee, angry phone guy will fucking stop traffic. To make it happen, because he couldn't believe that I was in that much of a hurry. That even the yellow sign said. The yellow sign said, "Don't go caution, here." Caution, caution, floating poop <laughs> between you and the toilet you need so badly. If that won't stop me, nothing will. Shall we make a phone we call? We should, and I hope whoever we call has anal bleeding.
0: And how? <laughs> Steve Ely, you're on the air with Pressing Buttons and the word whore.
1: Buttons, Miss Whore. Good
2: evening, General. Good evening. <laughs> so what's going
1: on, sir? Ah, uh, life is good. It's a Sunday evening.
2: I don't
0: know. I, I Sunday evenings are, are generally not good for me because it means I can't really go out and get smashed.
1: Oh, uh, Do bars close around there or something?
0: No, no, no. I just have to go to work in the morning.
1: Oh. Well, hey. you don't have to. I mean, there there is free will in this world.
2: Exactly. Mine has been stripped from me. I think it's a lame excuse myself. <laughs> so we just read a little story about um, a medical bio thing. What what happened in that story?
0: Uh, people got really sick uh, to a point where uh, there was snot covering the roads, making it very hard to get around. Hmm. A sort of speculative fiction. Well, I, it would take suppose. the auto
1: industry a while to adapt to that, I would think. Well, I mean, because yeah, you know, we have snow tires now, and snot tires. If everyone had to go and buy those, then yeah, well, it would be a, a boost to the industry, I think. Huh? Yeah. There,
0: there, there would be an economic boom.
1: And and the the recirc option would would then go off all air conditioners because you don't want the snot just circulating back into the car. What would that do to your car? I'm I'm not sure what it would do to your car. I I, I hesit- well, my car was already green, so. Hmm.
2: Well, then you'd, be,
0: you'd be camouflaged in that, I guess I suppose mm.
1: Yeah, it sounds like fun I was, I was actually on, on the way home And I'm not kidding about this I was listening to the middle of your episode 77 Really? Uh, with the detective and the southern accents And the, the spanking the frisky monkey
2: Isn't my southern accent wonderful?
1: I think it is a fine southern accent, <laughs> yes
2: I, Actually, you're in Georgia And you don't have an accent I am indeed in Georgia I'm assuming Georgia is not your home.
1: Georgia is not my home. I was born in Maryland, actually, which uh, no, nobody wants to claim. The North doesn't want it. The South doesn't want it. So, and then I, I spent some years in Japan and Korea when I was growing up. Wow. But you, I bet you can't detect my Korean accent at all, can you?
2: I thought I heard a bit of something in there, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Korean wasn't it.
1: Yeah, then I, then I went to Georgia Tech in college and liked it enough and decided to stay.
2: Were you an Army brat or something?
1: Uh, DOD Civilian Brat. It was My dad worked for one of those three-letter agencies.
2: Mm. One of those. Yeah. Uh, was he a spy? Uh,
1: I, I think he was too boring to be a spy. But then again, I guess... Maybe
2: he was just really good at it.
1: Okay. Yeah. Well, he, he never told me, and he never had to kill me, so...
0: And if he'd kill you, then you wouldn't uh, be able to do your show.
1: That's
2: true. And that would suck.
0: Yeah. I think a lot of people would be disappointed about that.
2: What, uh, what,
0: episode are, what, what episode number are you at now?
1: Uh, uh, we are going to do 103.
0: 103.
1: Yeah, we just did our 100th episode. We did Isaac Asimov's Nightfall.
2: Mm, right. It was wonderful. Yes. I,
1: that was fun. That was incredibly exhausting because we usually try and keep our stories to about 6,000 words or less. I, I don't like to narrate anything longer than an hour. The Nightfall was an hour and a half. And it took me like two and a half hours to record the thing. Really? I stand up when I'm narrating, so my legs were so locked I could not walk away from the microphone. It was just ridiculous.
2: Wow. That's a really
0: long read. Uh, yeah. It's a long time to be standing up and reading, too. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. P- p- people think I was being all dramatic at the end. No, I, my voice was just mm-hmm. raspy because I was exhausted. Well, it
2: worked. The effect was good. Yeah. I, th- I think for you, buttons, two hours is a long time to be standing up at all. That is true. Mm hmm. So, what are you writing these days?
1: Uh, not nearly enough. I've been sucked into the editing side of things so much that just finding the time to sit down to write. And I, and I try not to say that because I can't find the time to write is such a universal and, and such a pathetic excuse. But it's true. Yeah, kind of. I mean, the thing, everybody has the same number of hours in the day as everybody else. is what you choose to do with them. Good point. And there are, there are plenty of people, you know...
2: Who managed to? Pull dumber it off. than you
1: and me, who managed to get plenty of writing done. Yeah. And get things out, and so I, yeah, I think just to say, well, I would if I wasn't so busy being important or something, is to cheapen what everybody else who does spend their time writing gets done.
2: But you're pretty disciplined, from what I could tell on your forum. You. you <laughs> I'm no, glad I, I mean. Present that impression. Well, you <laughs> set. Right, yeah, go on. You set yourself a daily benchmark.
1: Uh, I, hey, that's a good idea. I
2: you. Really do you that. don't. I thought I got that idea hey, from you. I've hardly you. gotten <laughs> any
1: crap done in writing and in, like, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm sounding pathetic to myself in, in terms of my excusing my not writing, so I should probably just stop and say that I suck. Sending that thing to you guys was actually the first fiction submission I'd done in over a year.
2: How did you feel about hearing your story on here?
1: I thought it was a hoot. Really? Yeah, you, you, you guys completely met my expectations. Mm-hmm. The handling of the story. Well, it, was, it was very cool. I mean, yeah. Pre- Preston's falsetto is not, <laughs> you know, well, I, I can't say that mine is that much better.
2: <laughs> I think I have a lovely voice. <laughs> what I want to know is how you managed to base your character of Rachel on me so accurately, and we haven't met.
1: <laughs> I sent it to you guys in part because I was thinking that just getting something out there in the world would be an impetus to continue, at least with that particular book.
2: Yeah, now the pressure's on. Having I mean, the itch to do. People need to know what happens. I can't wait to hear what happens when they get to the fox.
1: Yeah. Uh huh. There will be there will be more male female sorts of things going on too.
2: <laughs> Buttons is looking at me, shaking his head, going, "I don't remember the story. Was I drunk?" <laughs> <laughs> but you remember your falsetto.
0: I well they, only because people <laughs> told me about it
2: <laughs> later.
0: I'm like, what are they I did what? About? I guess I should listen to that episode.
2: <laughs> no, don't.
1: <laughs> uh, the the, the story—the story was just so good that it just couldn't stay in your mind. Just had had the past fleeting through it like a butterfly.
2: <laughs> yeah. I can't wait to see where it's going. Yeah, me too. How's the uh, the new fantasy podcast coming along?
1: Uh, it's coming along. I'm I'm still going through all of the the submissions for a name. uh, I did a quick little contest uh, for someone smarter than me to come up with the name for a fantasy podcast.
2: Yeah, I tried. I racked my brain. I couldn't think of a damn thing. Uh,
1: The the deadline's passed, so I'm just kind of throwing all those into a spreadsheet. Then I'll I'll throw darts at my computer screen or something. How about
0: fantasy podcast? (laughs)
1: <laughs> you know, more than one person submitted that It's really creative buttons so. <laughs> Yeah Like <Why>, thank you <laughs> Everybody was, like, set on the idea the pod had to be in the name So it'd have to be, like, Fantastapod D- D-
2: Yeah, no, I don't think that's necessary Do you?
1: I don't think it's necessary no, yeah. I even said it doesn't have to have pod in the name But everyone did anyway
2: So this might be a question you don't want to answer on the air how much time does podcasting as a whole take up of your week?
1: Uh, let's see. How many? There's seven days in a week and 24 hours and blah, blah, blah. A bunch. <laughs> I, I don't know. It's, it's, it's way too much.
2: How does your wife feel about this?
1: Uh, well, she thought I was insane to begin with when I said, hey, I think I'm going to do a short story podcast and we'll, we'll pay for our stories and give them away. And now she thinks I'm insane still, but for different reasons. But, no, I mean, it's, it's worked out fine, and you know, we're still busy trying to create some kind of a revenue model for it. Yeah, I mean, donations, PBL people have been you know, extraordinary yeah. in, in helping support the thing. It's not earning me what I would call a salary or anything at this right. point.
2: Well when you find something that works, please let us know. Because <laughs> buttons is wasting away to nothing.
0: No one's buying me sandwiches. They keep <laughs> on buying the whore frilly things
2: though.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well you see that 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 just comes back to you have to explain to the donors what's in it for them. And you know, sandwiches for Preston and frilly things for the whore, there there is there is a value imbalance here.
0: That's true.
2: Maybe they should be buying you frilly things and I'll live on the sandwiches for a while. <laughs>
1: And that would be entertaining for a while. For a while. For some.
0: (laughs) Yeah. And downright sexy to others.
1: I don't even
2: want to touch that. Oh, boy. Okay. Any any, uh, personal anecdotes to share with us on the topics of medical emergencies?
1: Oh, I caught herpes from my kid.
2: <gasps> oh, God, you have to tell us that It's the all
1: kind, because, you know, there's different kinds of herpes, and you get the mouth herpes, and you get the other, you know, down below herpes. Right. And, and he had the mouth, well, he, he picked up the mouth herpes from daycare. If he had the other one, then oh, I really don't know about it, and I don't want to. <laughs> but uh, and, and I don't know, We must have been drinking from the same cup or something, because then my mouth broke out in nasty blisters and was miserable for a week. And that's
2: forever, right?
1: Yeah, well, they have antivirals for it now.
2: Yeah, but still, herpes is forever. You herpes go and you spend money
1: on those big blue pills, and then it goes away the next day.
2: It's the most romantic disease.
1: Yeah, and, <laughs> and, and and I guess there is some comedy value in saying I caught herpes from my kid, unless people don't analyze it too deeply.
2: <laughs> yes.
0: <laughs> some people might find it humorous. Others may not. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, not.
0: Not without explanation, anyway.
2: Considering Angry Phone Guy thinks he got herpes from a tomato, I <laughs> I'm i not sure it's that strange.
1: That, well, I mean, what, what does he know about the personal history of that tomato?
2: He doesn't know where that tomato has been. I
0: see. Other than in his fridge for too long.
2: <laughs> but you cannot catch herpes from a toilet seat. That's absolute bullshit. That's a 70s myth that I believe our society's finally vanquished.
1: Well, it keeps all of those little paper cover manufacturers in business.
2: Do you use those?
1: Do I use those? Does anybody use those? Uh, I, don't, I, I thought women used them. Am I wrong about that?
0: No, I think women uh, just uh, hover over the seat and piss uh, yeah, on
1: Yeah, I, I always thought women were far more paranoid about that stuff than men were.
2: Well, they probably should be, but... She stands when she pleases. <laughs> I don't know if I fit the average.
1: You, you haven't done a detailed longitudinal study of, of other women on the subject, but Should I? I don't know. I thought that's what women were doing when they all ran out to the bathroom together was, you know, composing scientific notes. I
2: have occasionally gone into the women's restroom in our office building and seen shoe prints on the toilet seat. <laughs> and that really freaks me out. I don't know how that's even possible that people are squatting with their feet on the toilet seat. Is that possible? Could you be that paranoid?
1: Ceiling tile or something, maybe? I, I don't know.
2: No, I'm. They're in P position. Hmm. If there's such a thing for shoes.
1: <laughs> I, well, okay. I guess women, at least one woman, is more paranoid than men are.
2: I hope it's just one person and that this isn't a common occurrence. Wouldn't you get a hell of a lot of splashback?
1: Maybe
0: they're used to Asian style
2: toilets. Oh, I never thought of that.
1: Oh, that is a good point. Aha. Uh-huh. Yeah, where it's just like the hole in the floor.
2: Yeah. Like in France. <laughs> yes,
0: France. The, f- the France and Asia
2: No, I'm talking, well I haven't been to Asia, I've been to France and there, have, there are holes in the floor
1: I thought it was uh, all days in France I think I was about 8 years old the first time I ever saw a bidet And I was wondering why someone put a water fountain in the toilet
2: I think that's probably a common uh, misconception Yeah,
1: yeah for, for American children
2: I seem to have a mental image of uh, Steve Martin drinking out of one, so Oh, it was probably the jerk or something I love that movie. The new phone book is here. The new phone book is here. <laughs> All I need is this ashtray.
1: This pack of masks. All Mississippi.
2: I love that movie. It's one of my all-time favorites. What does that say about me?
1: That you're old. That, that you're a woman of culture and refinement.
2: Thank you. Yeah, that too.
0: <laughs> uh, I was discussing weird science with someone uh, recently.
2: It was me, I think. Uh, I know I was... Talking Could, to someone else because I would it, also count been. that among my favorite movies.
1: Anything bigger than a handful, and you're looking at a sprained mouth. Is that is that the line from? The movie?
2: Absolutely, and I live by it. <laughs> <laughs>
0: you kind of have to.
2: Hey, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, any
0: parting
1: words? Um, well, I could say have fun, but everyone expects that of me, don't they?
2: They do. Don't be so predictable, General.
1: Uh, hey, let's see. Do you
0: drive around in a, in a car with a Confederate flag on the top? <laughs> 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 uh,
1: no. Um, ar- around here, that is also too expected.
0: Do you have a pickup truck?
1: No, I have a Prius.
0: <laughs> you are an outsider, aren't you?
1: Yeah, sorry to puncture your expectations there. You're just
2: asking for trouble, aren't you?
1: Yeah, this is this is SUV city around here. But. All right,
2: mister. Thank you very, very much. Uh,
1: thank you, Mr. Buttons. Thank you, Miss Hoare.
2: We want to wish you the very, very best of luck with one of our all-time favorite podcasts, Escape Pod. Oh,
1: and thank you, and right back at you. I love air out my shorts. Uh, it's the funniest thing I listen to regularly. Ah. So... Stay dirty and stay drunk.
2: There's right. no danger of that changing.
1: <laughs> That's good. Consistency is key to building an audience. All right, well, have fun, folks. Kay. Good night.
2: Good night.
0: And that was Stephen E. Lee.
2: It
1: was.
0: From the Escape Pod podcast. The
2: one and only, the general.
0: Where's <laughs> Paul. Um we have some podcast alley comments. Yeah. What do you what do you have for us there, whore?
2: We've got Yay, really, really excellent crap podcast crap castastic. That's
0: filled, a lot of crap.
2: Filled with wonder and beer. The voice of the mere heavens couldn't compare with the audible expressions of Preston buttons. Oh wait a minute, that says the word whore. Oh yes. I'd like to say Preston presses my buttons, but I can't. I can praise this show. And I do, and I am. Submitted by Max fake name. <laughs> These folks have been undeserving of this low ranking on Podcast Alley for a long, long time. They need to go up, up, up. Submitted by Riot.
0: Ah, uh, Riot's uh, one of the members of the forum.
2: He is. Yum. Sometimes I even listen to the shorts, WordHawk and Babble the Alphabet. And I'd still tune in every time you air. Let me know the next time you are at For Your Eyes Only. I'd love a table dance. Submitted by George.
0: Does he know that you work there?
2: I do not work there. Don't (laughs) spread that rumor. My God. Yeah,
0: no. Does that
2: mean George is a local boy? You don't get paid for them. They should pay me. They stopped charging me to go upstairs to the VIP room, which usually costs 25 bucks. But now that you can't smoke up there, I don't go anymore.
0: Yeah, there's no point.
2: There's no fucking point.
0: Floozers, keep up the good work and have a punky month. Cheers, Polly B. From Punky Radio.
2: Yeah, whoever the fuck that is. Great show. Can't believe I managed to get through work-slash-life for so long listening to the commercial garbage of daytime radio. You want to listen to a broadcast aired by two good souls who aren't afraid to be adults talking to adult listeners? Then this is the show for you. What?
0: (laughs) Obviously, he was reviewing the MuggleCast or something.
2: I think we have our first (laughs) hearing-impaired listener. Mm. Visit our website at www.theitspot.com. Also, you may also go to alsoairoutmyshorts.com. Uh, if, uh, if you
0: can, please vote for us on Podcast Alley. Um, on
2: May 1st, be ready.
0: Yes. And attack. Get us up there. It helps. And yada, uh, yada, 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 yada. Call our
2: audio comment line at three zero five seventy six. shows as in shows me your snot. <laughs> snot. <laughs> snot. Shows me your snot. Ciao. Oh. Bye. You've been listening to Air Out My Shorts with Preston Buttons and the word whore.
0: Air out your shorts by sending your short stories to shorts at theitspot.com or visit us at our website at theitspot.com. Air out my shorts. My shorts. Pay attention to the song, motherfuckers. Buy our stuff, make
2: us rich. And your think you're really cool. Official Arrow My Shorts merchandise available now at cafepresscom Shorts. This
1: show is a member of the Pod Riot Network. Let the riot begin.